How's it going, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today's Monday, March 12th, and I just first and foremost want to thank you guys so much for the love and the support that I've been getting, especially with this recent podcast challenge to the Denver Broncos, which I did check uh, yesterday, and I am currently in the lead. They ended the competition last Monday. I still have not heard who won, but if they go by points, I'm in the lead, so Fingers crossed and prayers are accepted. But, you know, starting today, I want to start a new segment that I like to call Monday Night Sports Talks. And really what it is, is I'll just give you my input on some latest news that's coming out of the NFL. And, you know, for example, tonight I'm going to be talking a lot about the NFL free agency. I'll give you my thoughts on that, the draft. I'll also give you some news on a couple players that are on the move in the NFL and how I think that's going to affect the NFL moving forward. And we'll talk about all that and more next. All right, guys, so let's get going here. And uh, just some news that just actually came across my computer screen here on NFL.com. Akeem Talib was traded to the L.A. Rams for a fifth-round draft pick, which kind of makes me think this is probably towards the end of his career because I, I don't care what team you're on. Even when he was on the New England Patriots and I hated him, he was still <laughs> probably the best cornerback in the NFL, and I think he's the best cornerback in the NFL, period. And for the fact that we only got a fifth-round draft pick, it kind of means that something's coming to the end, you know. And uh, so hopefully he got a great contract. And I didn't see what his contract deal was yet with the Rams, but hopefully he gets a good contract deal. And, again, I really hope that when he retires he saved his money properly because I think a lot of these players lose sight of the money. They just start spending like crazy. Like, for instance, I was talking to Tony Dungy up at this conference that I was at this past weekend. And Tony was saying how when he played for the Steelers, he got his first paycheck. And he goes, and I don't even remember how, how I spent it. And he goes, but it was gone within a couple months. And it was like thirty-two grand, something like that. And he goes, that was the most money I've ever seen in my life. And it was gone in a couple months. And what's crazy is I think as Christians, we need to understand one thing. And, I, and it goes into sports. You know, the money and the rings and the trophies will rust and fade away. But God will always be there. So you need to really put your sights, you need to focus your sights on what's important. I really hope that a lot of these players, including Akib Talib, have done that. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, man. I just, okay, so I'm reading the some of the articles here. So Adam Gotsis, our defensive end for the Denver Broncos, just got arrested on a rape charge that happened back in 2013. My gosh, man. Here's the thing. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I think I think a lot of these guys don't really realize what they have their hands on and what blessing God has given them. Because if you did, you wouldn't be acting well, acting crazy or acting a fool. Is that how you say it? acting a fool? Anyhow. I don't I just don't get it, man. That's that's horrible. But you know what's crazy is I was talking to Tony Dungy at the conference this past weekend. And he was talking about Michael Vick and how he went and visited him in prison after his uh, dogfighting arrest. And he was sitting there. He's on the phone with him, like, you know, visiting hours. He was on the phone and he's asking him, you know, how did you get here? And he said, you know, I don't, Michael Vick was like, I don't really even know. You know, when I was in high school and college, my mom always taught me exactly how to act and she I went to church on Sundays and I followed the Bible and then he goes and when I got to the NFL 
and got picked first overall, I finally feel like I felt like I made it and that my dream had finally come true and that I didn't need God anymore. And he said, and that's when it all fell apart. And I think that's kind of goes back to what happened to, to Adam here. And I think a lot of these guys lose sight of who really gave you that gift. You know, yes, you have a, you have great talent, but who gave you that talent? God gave you that talent. And I think a lot of these guys need to figure that out. And, you know, Michael Vick is one of the only few that get second chances in life. You know, he made it back into the NFL, and a lot of people didn't think that was fair, including myself, because not many people get a second chance. But I think what we do need to realize with this is we just need to pray for people like this, you know, like Adam Gotsis. I think we need to pray for him. We need to pray for Michael Vick. We need to pray for all these guys that are going through these struggles because in the end, they are brothers and sisters, you know, there are sisters of Christ in sports that have gone through troubles, but brothers and sisters of Christ who are still brothers and sisters of Christ. And you can't, you know, I was talking to James Brown at the conference also, and he was, he was up on stage after our talk and he was talking about, uh, envy and how a lot of people always say, I wish I were you. And he's like, don't be me, be you. And he's like, because this is my blessing. It's not yours. You have a blessing that's as great as mine. And I think that's the big thing is we all need to realize that these are each individual people. They're real people and they all have blessings and it's not right to envy their blessing because you don't know what your blessing is. And you, you know, even if you haven't received it yet, you don't know, it could be far greater than what they have. So I think we just need to pray for these guys. But to round this out, you know, I'm just going to kind of give you guys some input on what I think the offseason should look like as far as the Denver Broncos go. The Denver Broncos, actually, I was reading on this uh, post that the Denver Broncos are going to be going after Nate Solder out of New England. And if you guys followed my podcast challenge to the Denver Broncos, you could see that that is exactly what I said, that we should not focus on getting Kirk Cousins and instead working on an offensive line. And... <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys right now, I am freaking stoked for this offseason. Because if we go after an offensive line and you fix the offensive line, what's going to happen is that you're going to be able to bring in a quarterback that can help your team in some way. You know, I said in my podcast challenge, if you look at the Denver Broncos, or at the Denver Broncos, uh, at the Cleveland Browns, Every year they go after quarterbacks, and every year they still lose. What, is this three years in a row now where they haven't won a single game? And yet they always get the good quarterbacks. They had RG3. They had uh, every first round or every first pick in the NFL draft for the past three years. I mean, Brady Quinn went there. You got some good talent that's gone there, but yet they're still losing. So what what that tells me is yes, the O-line is not a glamorous position. It's not a position everybody looks up to. But that O-line protects the quarterback. That O-line's the wall that no matter who you put back there, if they suck, you're not going to be able to win a game. you got to have an O-line. So like I said in my podcast challenge, go after Nate Solder. Forget about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a lot of money for a hope. You know, it was like Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler left the Denver Broncos went to the Texans for a lot of money and sucked. So you got to really put in the offensive line. And then in the draft, I think that's where the Broncos are going to get their quarterback. I don't know, though. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills have really been working on getting 
moved up in the draft. They were at 22nd, I believe, uh, the 22nd pick. And now they're, they traded up to the 12th pick. And if that's the case, they have the 12th, they have the 12th and the 26th. I don't know. I have two picks in the NFL draft. And if that's the case, what's going to happen is they're going to be able to move up further. And if they can move by the Broncos, they may be able to take a good quarterback. But I think the Broncos need to work on fixing the offensive line. And then depending on where Baker Mayfield falls in the draft. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping they go after Baker Mayfield. I'm just going to say that. Uh if they, if they don't get Maker Mayfield, I really feel like the next option is Josh Allen out of Wyoming. And either way, I think we'll be good. But I really hope they go after Baker Mayfield. Although I was reading some of Baker Mayfield's comments at the Combine. The kid needs to refocus and figure out why he's really there. He said that he's the one that could change the Cleveland Browns. I'm the only one. And I'm thinking, dude... There have been people that have come before you that are far greater than you that have not changed the Cleveland Browns. They haven't won a game since Johnny Manziel. What makes you think you're the one that's going to do it? And I really think the whole thing is, is that he just wants the money. I mean, every all those kids coming out of college want that first pick because you get all the money. I heard the first pick last year was $30 million that his contract was. I mean, yeah. I think that he only wants money, and that kind of hurt a little bit because I'm like, come on, man. Just come to Denver. You know you want to. You can win some games, maybe win a Super Bowl, but I don't know. I think he's probably going to go to the Browns. And if that's the case, we get Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a good quarterback. His combine was amazing. He did really well. So I think that will be a good one too. But those are my thoughts. I think we just work on the offensive line. Uh, Going into the draft, we need to get our quarterback out of the draft. And we may be lucky this offseason and be able to get uh, Adrian Peterson from the Cardinals for very cheap. He's near the end of his career, and we're getting rid of Anderson because they're trading him. He's on the trading block, and it's no surprise to me. If you guys watched him on the – if you watched him. Well, you could watch him. If you watched him on the Twitter, his Twitter account – he really made this year seem like he was leaving anyways. So I think that was no surprise to me. But those are my big things. Just work on the offensive line, get the quarterback, maybe go after a running back in the offseason. And with the defensive end, after what Adam Gotsis just did, him getting arrested, we may have to go after a defensive end as well. So those are my thoughts. And, yeah, message me on Facebook.com slash The Zach Fisher Show if you want to discuss this more and I'll be able to respond to you guys. But thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. God bless.